Hello and welcome to episode 43 of Science Solutions and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. As per usual, it's been a minute since I've done a podcast, but I'm here to talk to you about the book, Culture Wins. Just got back into reading, well, really listening to Audible instead of to music on my way to work, and I read this book, or listened to this book, Culture Wins, and it really influenced me, so I wanted to share with you a quick summary of everything that I learned from this book, Culture Wins. So the whole premise of it is that we have to have a great culture in order to win as a business. So having strategy is great, having talented people is a must, but the real wins come when your culture is working. So when culture is bad, no matter how hard a team works, they will never reach their potential. So whether a good or bad culture uh, you have a good or bad culture really determines your team's outcome. So there's chapters on building an irresistible workplace, which having that irresistible workplace leads to happier employees who really want to work. It leads to better retention over time. It also talks about hiring around culture and not just competency. And I didn't realize this was something I was already doing. I called it a vibe check. I could do a phone interview. I could do an aptitude test. I could do so many things with a candidate, but it really came down to meeting them, or still does. comes down to meeting them and kind of doing that vibe check, hiring around culture and not just their competency. Another great way to focus on culture in your new hires, he talks about, is to be upfront. Define your culture for interviewees. So define, he calls it, you're kind of crazy. So people know what they're getting into and you can see if they're going to be a culture fit or if they think they'll be a culture fit before you even hire them. He actually talks about people backing out of interviews or backing out of job offers because they didn't think they'd be a culture fit and how wonderful to find that out before you hire them. So when we're functioning at our very best, this is how he defines our kind of crazy. When we are functioning at our very best, what do we do that is common to our organization but uncommon in traditional companies? Um, I was thinking about some of the things that the company that I, I, I am in leadership at, and we're really great at corrective actions. We take action and we make things happen when we have an issue, and I'm in quality, so that's important. But we definitely have room for improvement in our preventive actions. And that's a culture that I want to change, but it was definitely something that I thought about while reading the book. Another thing that he said that was interesting was that vague, meaningless values lead to vague, meaningless culture. So when you put up on the board, you know, excellence, that's a vague, meaningless value. If you don't define it, if you don't make it your own. You can't just say that we're excellence, performance, purpose, right? Just having words for your values without definitions are vague and meaningless values, um, which would lead to a vague and meaningless culture. So the, the top four things, really, most people that he has interviewed interview on or hire on these top three things, but the three things are character, competency, and chemistry. He adds culture. So hire based on character, competency, competency, chemistry, and culture. Um, he talks about what to do on the first day. Um, one of the things that I'm going to start implementing when I have a new employee on their first day, a handwritten note, kind of welcoming them, which is funny because I, when I worked for another company, MindBody, I actually got the handwritten note from my team at my desk. 
Um, and it, that definitely goes a long way on your first day. Um, I'm going to add the preferred communication. So we have who to call lists. You call the, in the case of a missing COA, you call this person. In the case of this happens, you call this person. So I'm going to give a, our new hire, actually a new hire starting Monday, um, a handwritten note and our preferred communication. So for me, I'm not a huge, I, I text, but I would prefer a phone call. So uh, if, if you want to get a hold of me, if you need to talk to me, best to pick up the phone and call me. Uh, other people may be texting, other people may be email, um, tell, communicating with your new employee what your preferred communication is. The other thing that he talks about and really harps on is that culture trumps performance. So um, if somebody, again, is, is super competent um, but a total jerk, <laughs> then they aren't good for your culture. They're going to do more damage than they... Um, than they can. He also talks about measuring culture, which is actually something that the Global Food Safety Initiative discusses, as well as BRCGS, which is the British Retail Consortium Global Standard. Um, they discuss food safety culture, but they really want measurable results. So having measurements and clear values, clear measurements and clear values to measuring your culture. Now, lastly, this Culture Wins book, my favorite chapter and this sounds terrible because it's not my favorite thing to do but there is a whole chapter on firing people a whole chapter on how to get rid of someone if they are not a fit for your culture and I have had to fire someone because they were not a fit and they were actually a uh, terrible for my team's culture and I had to let them go it was not easy and I had to fight it and with my management but I got it done and I think it was great for my team so there's a whole chapter on firing, and I know that's not an easy thing to do. No one enjoys firing people. The day that you do enjoy firing people is the day that you should really question yourself. Um, if it's easy for you, then you, you've got something, something going on there. But the, he told this story about cancer, and he talks about, you know, you're going for a checkup, and the doctor finds cancer on your shoulder, um, everything else is great for you, he says, but you know, you have this spot on your shoulder, but he's booked out. So he won't be able to take care of this little spot on your shoulder for about nine months. Then his receptionist comes in and goes, Oh no, you, uh, you have a cancellation tomorrow. So he asks you, do you want to take care of this in nine months? Or do you want to take that canceled appointment tomorrow? Heck yeah, you're going to take that appointment tomorrow to get rid of the cancer on your shoulder. Cause you know what? You know, that cancer spreads. When you have someone who's bad for your culture, and I completely agree with this, when you have someone that's bad for your culture, don't wait to fire them. If they are causing issues in your team, um, no matter how competent they are, if they are a jerk, you don't want them there anymore. So this was the book, Culture Wins. I wish I had grabbed the author for you, but it's an awesome book. I downloaded it on Audible. I suggested it to some friends already. This is episode 43 of Science, Solutions, and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. Thanks for listening.